Welcome everyone to our third episode of This is Not a Horse podcast. My name is Roberta Manoni. And my name is Liga Semen. And we're very happy that you've joined us for our third episode and that you're still sticking with us because today is going to be a very special one. Our first interview with our fellow This is Not a Horse group member, Natalie Hill. So I'm just going to turn to Natalie and say hello. Hello. How are you Hello. doing? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. How are you spending these days? Um, these days, mostly inside, strangely enough, and uh, <laughs> mostly looking after a two-and-a-half-year-old, so that's, that's keeping me quite busy. And go ahead, Roberta. No, it's just for you to know. That the cover that you see on our podcast, it was Natalie Design, because besides being a fantastic improviser, a wonderful friend, she's also an amazing graphic designer, an amazing photographer. So you see, whatever we do with our images because of her, all the posters, all the, the image that you see is because of her. So you, we will, you will find her website linked in our bio so when you see the podcast you can read it and link it and see how wonderful she is wow thank you guys <laughs> we're just I'm keeping not sure praise on anyone yeah. <laughs> so, no but you <laughs> no we're happy very happy to keep praise on you because you because you deserve it and um secondly um just giving a little warning because you might be our, our guinea pig this time. You're the, okay. as the first interview, but uh, something that we did with, with, with Roberta in the first episode was to uh, start um, how we found improv um, and then how it has, you know, changed our life. If, if it has changed your life. So maybe um, we'll start with that question actually and jump right in and say, Natalie, how did you find out about improv? Um, so I, I knew Kelly for a few years, Kelly Agathos, who's the, the owner and former at Improbable. Um, I've sort of shot her, as in done her sort of actor headshots over the years. And I think she last came to me like in 2017 um, and was talking about Improbable, setting it up as a school and everything. And it sounded really interesting. It was something, she was so passionate about it that it really stuck in my head. Um, and then I sort of forgot about it and never thought about it again. Um, and then the year kind of year went by, uh, and she posted like, okay, new, new class on. And it was the perfect moment. I was like looking for something. I needed something in, <laughs> in my life. I needed a new outlet. Um, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to give it a try that maybe it's maybe it's not for me maybe it's just like something I'll do for a few weeks or one class uh and then here I am like a couple of years later in a group with you guys you know mm. I'm passionate about improv and I knew nothing really about improv I mean I knew quite a lot about theater studied theater have a lot of like actor friends but improvisation was never never on my radar at all and has it improvisation had an impact on your life uh, yeah definitely I mean people have asked me before like okay why why improv and I think the standard answer that I gave was oh you know photography is a lonely field I wanted something more with the group or I'm um, I was been doing a lot more writing in the last few years and I wanted to kind of just free my creative 
outlet, but actually that's, that's rubbish. That's BS. When I think about it, it was really because I, you know, I'd become a mother and people, I don't think people tell you that you lose your identity a bit when you become a mother. <laughs> so I was like, who am I? I was a little bit like that. I was like, I was in desperate need of doing something outside a house that really made me challenge myself and kind of reconnect with myself. And I think I've only realized that recently. And how is it that, because that's really interesting that you say, like finding the identity, because I think, I mean, everyone comes to it from a different place, right? But that's, I think that's a very like kind of powerful thing to say. And I mean, going through a transformative experience and then being like, okay, well, what, you know, where does that leave me who I am? But how is it going in there? And the idea of, you know, improv of the creativity and of the, what was it that kind of helped you in this process to finding again, who is Natalie? Was it like, is it the different scenes? Is it that what, what, what about it helped that, that process or journey? Um, like can be cheesy. I think, I think a big part of it and what I really like about improv and what I like about improv bubble, I think is that they, they established very quickly um, that a sense of trust and that, you know, you can fail, but you fail well. And the people who came into the class with an ego didn't do very well. Like if you were out there just to be the funniest, if you're out there just to be, you know, the best, you don't do well improvisation. And I think that's different than the, the other actor world that I know, but I've never been in. But here the egos have no place. And I really like that. And so this idea that you can fail and people will accept you was really quite like, ah, oh, yeah, that's really just what I wanted. Because uh, I don't know, I think I've been in a creative business, but it's really been just myself. And you're, even though I love it, you're, you're very much full of self-doubt because you, mm. have, you have no one to bounce any ideas off. I mean, you have friends and colleagues, la la but it's ultimately just you. And so it took me maybe the whole of the first level to really be like, oh, I can just, I can just try. I can just try something. Bonnie. I can do it. Um, and that was, that was, the, <laughs> that was lovely. So that was, that was really, that helped me get back to me because maybe I was, uh, I, I didn't think of myself as a performer. I think, I was maybe when I was younger in my like twenties, no late teenage years, I was wanting to be some power performer, but then it got lost. I don't know, like, through lack of self-confidence through lots of different things. So. You mentioned, well, yeah. And you can perform really well. And wow. <laughs> we are blown away when it, whenever you're on scene yeah, and you time. mentioned, and you mentioned the notion of failure, huh? that you can just be there and fail. How did this impact also your creative work outside? Mm. Um, well, at the same time as doing it, I've really been trying to write and you can kind of, or even in photography, it's, it's like you have your darlings when you do like a really great photo or when you write a really great sentence, you think, wow, that's just amazing. I'm going to be so protective of this. This is amazing. Um, but actually that really doesn't benefit the creative process because you shouldn't become too possessive. You need to look at the whole picture. You look at, need to look at the whole story. Um, and improv is amazing at doing that. It really shows you that maybe you're not very present on screen, on, on, on the scene, but if you're supporting your other, your other players, then that is, that is for the overall good. 
And I think when you apply that back to kind of an individual creative form, like, like writing, it's like, oh, you know what? I wrote that really interesting paragraph, but it doesn't fit. I'm going to just get rid of it. I've, you know, maybe I've failed. I can go on to the next thing. Um, and that's, the- that's really helps. That's just like, okay, an idea is not actually the most important thing. It's how you apply it, how you develop the story. Everybody has ideas. Yeah. And this idea is also failing and, but also letting go and being able to be like, okay, maybe like, it's okay, let's do the next thing. And I think that's something we, while we've touched upon failure before this, this idea of like, okay, I can do it. It's not like the precious jewel. There's something else out there. We can keep going with it. But I wondered like, because you also mentioned um, that it's kind of your, in, in the creative process so far, was you kind of on, on your own, of course, with bouncing off ideas, but was it entering somewhere where it's not a solo thing, but really a group thing? Mm-hmm. Did you feel any like kind of frictions or was it kind of very easy to enter it right away? Just more from a, you know, being in a already, as you mentioned, for many years in the creative business. And I think where, if I look at our group, I mean, I think some elements are creative, but most of us are coming from a kind of a different background. So how was that? Like, I just want to know, already being in the creative background, mostly working a solo, entering a new one, but there's people around, but yeah. working with people. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult, but if you asked me before, I, th- I would have assumed that it would be because maybe, I don't know, I'm, I think I'm quite outgoing, but for some reason I've always done things either on my own or I've never been part of a group. It sounds a bit weird, but I wasn't even one of those people who like played um, I don't know, in a volleyball team or in a football team. I was more like... Volleyball I, team. <laughs> <laughs> I never even tried a volleyball no. team. No, I, just, I just like the examples. <laughs> I wanted to pause on that. Please keep going. Um, yeah, I was more like individual sport. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> Bouncing a ball against just the see, wall. Just see you by yourself in like the ping, garden. Ping. Just like, <laughs> like the <ball. laughs> I'm making All myself, myself quite sad. Throwing <laughs> Guys, she has a lot of friends. It's okay. She's a caring partner. She has a lot of friends. Don't worry for Natalie. She's not alone. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll try to. But I mean, I've never been part of a, a group like that, I think. So it, it was, I don't know, it was quite, I think we just got very lucky also with our group. Yeah. Not just yeah. the, the, the non-horses, but the whole of the the improbable class as well um and it came very yeah it came very naturally <clears throat> and why it, no go ahead Roberta uh, you mentioned also something quite interesting about the fact that we get attached to ideas and, and what you said is like going with less ego inside this and this is something that also I'm, I'm working on with people that I see and then it's like going with less ego what does it mean, especially for someone that has had an experience of being an artist, a creative person by herself? So was it difficult to let go when you entered the scene with an idea and someone else came in and get, endowed you with something completely different? Was it difficult for you to let go? Um, I think once you get in the right mindset, it can be very freeing. You know, I think... Um, in class, I always, I always have a preference to go first 
because like if we're doing an exercise because if I don't go first I'll get like my brain will start to work and I'll be like oh I should do this or then I'll be like oh but oh Stefan was amazing in that scene so I well I have to do something different or oh I should do that I should be funny or I should you know you're like come on just shut the hell up what is it that Joe Bill says like you've got to your is it the engineer you've got to like shut yeah the engineer brain yeah. But once you actually do that, it's like really freeing. And the idea of actually listening to somebody is quite, it's, it's a bit odd in a world where the idea of actually listening to what somebody says and then reacting is really, I don't know, really astounding. Revolutionary. Revolutionary. Yeah. Because like, yeah, like you said, even in my work, even meeting a client, you're always, I'm not sure I'm actually ever listening to exactly the words they're saying. I'm always in my mind going, okay, this is what I can say. This is how I can seem smart. And this is how, oh, I can seem like a super cool photographer if I tell them this. But I'm like, I'm not actually listening to the words they say. Mm-hmm. And with us in improv, if you don't listen, then you're, mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Listening really is cool. one of those most important skills in improv. Yes. Definitely. And shutting up, because maybe it's that reflex, like, what you said, I mean, now it's kind of also being a bit bit mind blown. How many times have I talking either at work or outside, like already have the script, right? Okay, that person's saying this, like writing what I'm gonna say. Yeah. And then in also in that sense, the the engineer brain and shutting that off because it's also about an improv, right? Like, okay, she, she's gonna say this, she's gonna go in direct gesture, so I'm gonna say that. But you really need to shut off in both spheres, like, okay, give it time. And I think it's this also, I don't know if 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 you guys have it, but you know, in the work where you think like, okay, if, if I don't have that right thing to say, right, or the smart thing, then I'll, I'm going to seem like on the back foot, or I'm going to seem stupid, but also in, in, in improv sometimes, oh no, I have to say the funny thing, or it has to yeah. come right after, but giving that time, I mean, why do you think, I mean, this is for both of you, I mean, why do you think we're so afraid of like that bit of time after that listening and taking it all in? Is it just like fear of looking stupid or what do you why do you think we have this compulsion or programming um was it what's his name sean what's his i can never remember sean kinley sean kinley right he says he does a lot of work in schools and you you see it i mean i see it with elba she's so she's not she's not at school yet but her natural play, her natural imagination mm-hmm. for putting connections to, there is no, there is no concept of like, I must say this. But as soon as you go into the school system, then it's, we're trained. We, mm. you know, we're trained from, from five years old that we must, uh, we ask a question and we must respond in a certain way. And if you respond quicker and faster and smarter, you'll get praised. And um, I mean, I come from a very sort of academic family and it was very much like you're you are praised on how smart you look or or how smart you sound Um, yes and so it takes a while to to dewire that unwire that dewire that whatever (laughs) yes and yes and what we said about in the past episode about the layers taking off i think that this is one of the layers that i have taken off from myself instead of being i have to say the right thing i have to do the right thing no, I don't. I just need to be there. And whatever mm. happens will happen and it will work. And it, it's just this, impro, this um, podcast we're doing now. We did not prepare anything. And, and 
is still working for us at least. I don't know for us. <laughs> for you listeners, I hope you're still with us. <laughs> for us, for us, it's working. It's just we're just talking, and it, it comes without being programming on what we should say, what we should touch upon. We just say things. <clears throat> and we are and listening. We're actively listening to Natalie, <laughs> and re- and and relating to what she's saying instead of <laughs> reacting to what she's saying. So there you go. This is a sentence. Yes. I will gonna keep this. <laughs> <laughs> but for to kind of switch gears a, a little bit, um, what do you think now? on the, the improv journey, right? And we've seen how it's changed. Um, and to talk a bit more about the specific about when you're on scene or playing. Um, what, is there something that you want to work on in particular? What is it that like, if you say, okay, for the next year, next month, this is what I want to do in, in, in my improv? Uh, ooh, that's a very good question. Uh, I mean, so much. Um, but maybe I think... What could be my focus, a couple of focuses. I mean, one where that we're starting on still in our, our class is really story. Okay. Mm. So we're just like kind of scratching at it now. And, and it will be really amazing to kind of break through on that because the work mm. that we've done, even as a group, is very much like short, kind of short form or montage where, where a story has definitely appeared but never like we've stayed the same characters for 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. So that really scares me. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if it's right on this podcast. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, no, we, it's, will, it's we, will, we will put parent guidance. 18. <laughs> 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 no, but it's true. And it's like, do I have to keep the same voice the whole time? Mm. Do I have to be? <laughs> You're like, did I really want to be Russian in this scene? <laughs> no. Or like that time when Liga and I went to a scene, like old ladies, and then we stayed oh as old ladies for 20 minutes. But with, with the back uh, bent, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you committed. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. Oh, um, so that, that's the first thing, I think, story. Um, and letting it breathe like letting a story breathe because we've been a little bit like doing quite short scenes, I think up until now. Yeah. yeah, And and to to kind of go on from what you just said, like the physicality, I think I still need to work on. Um, Like in, in photography, I really like working with actors and, and models because they have an idea of what their body does, you know, and that's quite a skill. I think that's really when you, you study to be an actor you really understand what you're doing but I'm still at a stage that uh that I, I don't quite know you know I'm like okay I'm always a little bit I'm always a bit naturally I'd like to kind of be like okay I'm I know what I'm transforming physically but I think that takes years <laughs> to work yeah. on it, so. totally I mean when you're on stage and we I think we talked about even in the first one like what to work on is that suddenly you're aware like what are my arms doing I'm here like what what is happening because you're just like you said you have no awareness of like how it can move and what it does because I think I only have like three poses of like my listening in a meeting (laughs) (laughs) with this or you know even then I don't know I think it's a good point you touch upon so yeah. yeah 
and, and then when you are on scene and standing, what are your arms doing yeah. down there? Why, why? I don't know where to put them because normally I put my arms somehow, but then I look like a dictator. It is like There's so much though. I could I could spend hours just saying what I what I would need to work on, but. Yeah, I'm happy that we're working on story now as a, as a group and things. Definitely. What I like about our group also is that we learn from each other a lot. I mean, I'm learning so much from you guys. And, and it's just looking at you and thinking, oh, I could do this as well. And I could just maybe try that. Mm. Or it's really interesting how we are learning together this. I, I find it so enriching. Yeah, like Mihai is amazing at accents and things. And you're like, oh, I'd really, really like to have a couple of accents in the bag. Yeah. But I've got like English and posh English and bad Italian and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you, you have a really great, like you really can play a lot with the register of your voice. Like you can do really deep, you can do really high, you can do really, and that's impressive. Like, cause automatically, even if it, it's, it's like with an English accent, it the character comes immediately, and that's something I noticed that you do. And I'm like, oh, I need to learn how, how to do that because um, I think I always have the same register. Oh, that's is that the right word? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see exactly. Oh, interesting. That's a new one, though. That's heard before. You, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are seeing the world premiere. <laughs> this is Boris Johnson. <laughs> so, um, what do you, so we are working on a new format as a group, as the league. I said last time, and then we are not working on it because we can't really rehearse no. that. Yeah. But um, I've been thinking about it. And, and there, is there anything that we could do now in this quarantine time that we could try in order to put the, the foundation of our new format? Ah, that's a very good question. Uh, gave a very good statement. Maybe we could, um, because the new format is sort of based around different time periods. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do some training together on like, okay, uh, if the setting was 1832, what mm. would that invoke? What would we yeah. need to incorporate that? That's a really good idea. For me, I yeah. And I think, um, cause I think Natalie is a, like she has a lot of knowledge about movies and books. Um, well, this is what I think being to her house. I mean, I think she, you know, <laughs> Her also our Insta improv format was inspired by Instagram, but also by Richard Linklater. Is that his name, the director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slacker, yeah. So I promise I'm going to stop the rambling. But I think what could be good also is if you give us like a list, like, okay, this is 18, you know, late 1800s. This is like a movie to watch for the mannerisms, whatever. This is the start, you know, this is a good 1950s movie. This is that. So then we see a bit like, okay, this is the language. This is the stuff. And that's something we can do now because it's all inside. But, uh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, we can discuss it in our rehearsal next time. It's a yeah. really good idea. So, yeah. um, wow. That's, um, I think, you know, on this 
good idea note. And yes. <laughs> Is there anything, Natalie, that you want to tell us before we close this podcast episode? Um, I, I think I want to say thank you to you guys. I think, uh, I mean, you, the two of you first for doing this podcast. I think it's, you know, it's, it's not just brave, but it's also really sort of creative. And, and I think you, you guys have a very interesting voice that people like listening to. I mean, not just the tone of your voice, but <laughs> what you've got to say. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But thank you also to, to the whole group, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry too. I'm getting very emotional. And yeah. um, <laughs> we hope to have you back in the future. Yes. Yes. And sure. Thank you. I'd love to come back. And as mentioned, we're going to link your site in the show notes. Thank you. Also. Check her out. Go. She's a fabulous photographer. And Last question. What are you working... Because you mentioned you're writing something. Can you give us a sneak uh, peek of what you're writing? Well, not uh, a peek. I'll tell... <laughs> I'll show you the pages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've just finished um, a children's book huh? that I wrote ah. for, actually for my, for my uh, godson. Well, non-religious godson. So I'm the fairy godmother rather than the cool. godmother. Very nice. um, and so I'm just trying to get that sort of polished and uh, get that out there maybe to some publishers. So it's kind of like aimed at the 12-year-old, 10 to 12-year-old age range. Um, yeah, and well, what I, stu- I studied film originally. So I did my master's in film studies and um, screenwriting. So I'm forever trying to to write, uh, finish a screenplay about, about a woman who kind of suffers from road rage. Oh. I'll make a pitch, but that's, that's kind of it. So one day I'll get that, I'll get that finished. Wow, I'm discovering new things. <laughs> yes, road rage. <laughs> that should be, that needs to come in a skit. Yes. yes. A scene. A woman with road yeah, rage. Yeah, we should well, watch a bit. That'd be good. Well, we will be watching the bookshelves for the children's book. And of course, we will be seeing your <laughs> lovely face uh, at our Tina rehearsals. But uh, thank you so much, Natalie, for joining us. Thank you, too. It's been a thank pleasure. you. It's been really good having you with us on this. This is not a hot podcast. And you will notice when you heard this first no- notes that is not the usual music that we have, but we have a very original music that is composed by um, another of our very talented This Is Not A Horse member, which is Stefan Erdinius, who is also composing music in general and is recording this podcast for us because he's also a very good tech guy and he's, he will adjust some tones and he'll take out some noise. I, I'm just saying this, but I don't know what I'm saying. And you will hear the music and he's really, really, really kind for us for from him to do it and he will be in one of our next episodes in the next episodes follow continue to listen to us because we will have the the um, owner of improbable the person that brought us together for the first time the person who is responsible for this podcast in the end because we are, we are here talking about improv because she's there 
So Kelly Agathos will be with us in the next, next episode if you continue listen to us. Which I hope you will, because how can you not when you hear how multi-talented we all are? We <laughs> make photos, we work, we have a... No, 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 but uh, everything aside, uh, um, we hope that you stay with us. And we hope that when you're listening, that this uh, podcast brings some light in your everyday, gives you something to think about. And as always, uh, hopefully that you check out Improv, um, what it is and... Um, how it can help in any way to bring some fun into your life. Um, so thanks again for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, like our page, This Is Not A Horse, and on Instagram, This Is Not Underscore A Horse. Bye. Thank you. Uh, just one thing, in the last episode, we were, all, we were thinking that we were going to Amsterdam and Antwerp, but we are not. As you know, like everything has been cancelled, but uh, we might participate in the Amsterdam with a video so check it out I, I know that Amsterdam Marathon is publishing something on their uh, Facebook page so check it out and be with us goodbye bye bye